0: Yeah, the smelling is poppin'. I climb to the top. Nah, no, bitch, shame dropping it's chocolate. Everybody want a piece. They love the dark meat. JD's favorite treat. It's chocolate. Yeah, the smelling is poppin'. I climb to Hey girl. Hey Fatty. <laughs> Every up ep- do we have to do this? Every episode. <laughs> you know uh,
1: you're gonna bleep out Fatty? Wow. Fat eraser. Crazy.
0: I can't erase who I am. Nope. Uh um, I would also like this. Um saying, uh, I don't care who believes me, um, but that motherfucker back there is not real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to inform you that that motherfucker is real. He's
1: your gym trainer. He's he's trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Problematic Pod. Third episode, raving reviews I've heard.
1: Literally, like even Simone loves it.
0: <laughs> simone yay. And um, Whatever. She,
1: potato Potato. She likes them. <laughs> <laughs> she loves potatoes. Did I say potato or vagina? My bad. Well, you know what I always say.
0: Anyway. Ew. <laughs> welcome to this episode of Problematic Pod Girl. We have had a very eventful. Um we, first of all, my name is Christina
1: Leon. I'm Yitoya Avazelian, Leon, the prettier one
0: uh okay and and we um yeah it's been a very eventful weekend to say the least um I i don't even know where to start we we you know first of all last week we released our first two episodes what a way to start um and received a lot of positive feedback so first of all thank you all for supporting us let's just start there Yes, Um, thank
1: you all. And everyone that we named directly, I'm so glad that you listened as well. (laughs) I was actually
0: shocked when everyone was like, I love the part where you talked about me. We will not be talking about you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato.
1: (laughs) You're not that interesting, Sweets. (laughs) (laughs) We were just being nice.
0: It's called being a good friend. You're a true friend.
1: Yeah, we're just your good Judys. Oh my God, we should change our podcast to that.
0: You are the worst human being in the world. <laughs> I mean, no reason. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> goodbye for now.
1: <laughs> exactly. See, uh, that's see, that's the that's really what the tea is, y'all. We're actually taking over Good Judy Pod.
0: <laughs> oh my God, you are the worst. These human- are jokes. I love I love Good Judy podcast. I Ella is the mother of East Atlanta Village. She is Ella. The, I love Ella. One of the most talented performers I've ever met. I would like to say also, Ella Source Rex um, is truly the funniest human being I know, and she has one of those sense of humor's similar to mine, where like you can never tell when they're like when we're joking. And when I realized that she was a cancer, that made so much sense to me. Like the the moment <laughs> I realized that, yeah, she just celebrated her birthday. Like Oh, uh, that's right.
1: That's right. She's a July cancer.
0: Right. I'm I'm a June cancer, the best of the breeds. Um, but and there's hey, only I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: A cancer is a cancer.
0: Girl, anyways, I had a great <laughs> I had a great weekend. Friday, our nostalgic show, being back into the home where we where it all started for you and I, um, for Candyland. Oh, my okay. God.
1: Y'all, I wasn't even supposed to be there. So, like, to actually be a part of that was amazing. Like, what what was... Damn, it's 2023. Seven years ago.
0: Seven years ago. Uh, when we
1: first set foot in that building in uh, November.
0: Yeah. And that was like, it's just so weird Um, being in the dressing room. I would like to say Brandon is so funny because that dressing room was literally green when I sent y'all that picture and me sitting there going, something's different in here. And he painted the walls red. I was like, wow, thanks for covering up my trauma. I appreciate that. Uh,
1: uh, (laughs) Wait, did
0: Did he paint them red that day? He had to. I mean, they were literally, remember when I sent y'all that picture, it was green. The dressing room was green. And then and when I was sitting there talking to y'all, like during, like before the show, I realized the walls were red. So it had to, it had to have been the day I went because I went to Macon, I want to say Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So it would have either had to have been Wednesday or Thursday when he painted because the walls were completely dry um, by the time we got there. So um, what a great show, though! Um, a jam packed show. Everybody did fucking amazing. I had so much fun that night. Um, little I true injuries. Did you say little to no injuries?
1: We'll that show, but we'll get on to Saturday in a moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, that show was full of healthy, able-bodied people, except for myself. My blood pressure got really low, but I refused to stop that show. I was having me a time. And then Saturday, we went to go hang out with our courtesan sisters and nieces and nephews and, and
1: building. I'm, I'm in law wife. And,
0: and your common law wife.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm saying I'm announcing. Uh, no, no, I'm, let me not announce that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, for insurance
1: purposes, I'm gonna keep it to myself. The point is, one of the courtesans is wifey. She knows who she is. <laughs> well, we went there.
0: I had an amazing time in Athens, bitch. I first of all, when we got there. Um, I'm always in Athens, Yatoya and I are like fucking celebrities. When we arrive, everyone's just like, oh my God, as if they didn't see us two days ago. Oh my God, Yatoya and Christina, they've arrived, me, bitch. We just got in the backseat of a fucking Ford Escape. Relax. Oh, fuck. Like, in escape, we did. An escape, as some would say. I We got out of the car, had so much fun. I immediately went and got me a drink because, I mean, I am I just, you know, to deal with a lot of people, a lot of times my anxiety, bitch, I just knock the edge off. You know, I've been in the car for hours. So I just want to. No
1: child. She had to y'all don't understand. She had to go get her a wine cooler.
0: Can, I mean, couldn't you, <laughs> can't you see she's sweltering? <laughs> I'm always hot, you know, and that's the thing. And it, it being skinny is so hard because, like, I just, it's, I just, I can't explain it.
1: And no, that's why you were hell-bent on gaining the weight, so you didn't have to be skinny anymore. And you know what? I
0: applaud you. Um, I did, so I actually did the same numbers Friday and Saturday. Um, I did work, my Work This Pussy mix, which I love that mix, because it has, uh, what's that lady's name? It has snippets of her talking in it. And I freaking just love that mix. But I did. I just got paid, which I've never performed that song before up until this past weekend. And I had fun both nights performing it. But the second night, um, me jumping up into a split and from what I've heard, I created uh, Sparks.
1: Okay, now let me tell y'all the the nice, let, let me tell you exactly what happened. And then let me tell you what's really shady about what happened. But well, well let's start with what happened first. First off, This dude walked out, this dude and his girlfriend walked out in front of Christina to walk out of the bar, so literally right in front of her as she's performing. She follows them, keeps on lip syncing, taps the dude on the shoulder, he turns around, mugs her. Christina goes, oop, flips him off, and then proceeds to walk into the center of the venue and jump into a split. When she jumped into this split, her heel caught a penny and set off sparks all over the ground nothing caught on fire thank God because you know she she would thank God she wasn't wearing her she you know she wasn't wearing her human piece so you know <laughs> 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 Christina, Christina would have went up in flames honey anyway Jackson the sparks flew when Christina stood back up her boot heel was smoking everybody is screaming their asses off because she had just slid into a split maybe like a minute before. So when she jumped into that one, she thought, girl, I must have just ate that. Why are they screaming so loud? I'm like, bitch, your shoes on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. Now, the shady version. Y'all, her fat ass jumped up in the air and scraped these folks' floors <laughs> so bad that she almost started a fire. This is why big folks ain't supposed to be getting down like that. <laughs>
0: Girl, they, you know, that's, so now y'all know if you are friends with me on Facebook or follow me on Instagram, why they call me Christina Firestarter Leon. Now, I will never be able to replicate that moment. And unfortunately, if if I ever find anybody that has a video of it, which is highly doubtful considering in Athens, they get so drunk, they just never remember anything. But I, I, that was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me and dragon. Also, I was just feeling my fantasy that night. I was having so much fucking fun. My makeup was like, oh my god, perfect. Yeah. I'm I don't know if any
1: of you like um have her like on Facebook or just Instagram or at social media in general. That video of her in the fucking fan with her face looking like that. No, no, no. Like fuck fuck how blurry how blurry it might look. That is exactly how the fuck she looked. That bitch looked airbrushed. Like, when y'all tell you you were a painted sister, and I, I give you your flowers, and then you eat them, but, like, <laughs> no, girl, you look
0: gorgeous. Well, I got to get my roughage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, eventful, roughage. I, I had a very eventful weekend. Speaking of roughage. I had a very eventful weekend, and I'm looking forward to having another eventful weekend, because this Saturday... We'll be in One Robins, Georgia at Pub 96 on Highway 96 and we will be doing Thick, a big girl show.
1: Yes. Hosted by Utoya Bazilian and of course, I mean, Christina is always on the mic. It don't matter who's on the forefront. We both gonna be on the mic talking, talking all types of shit, talking about child a breast and two biscuits
0: i love when you host because i get to sit down and the way pub 96 is made there's like a couch off to the side i literally sit over there and just talk on the mic randomly yeah i cannot explain how much i love that because you'll be up there standing and i'm like yeah girl you can have the standing gig bitch i'm gonna stand over. i'm gonna sit over here in it's, this fan it's so ass
1: backwards too because like i'm having so much fun so i'm really not like aware of the fact that I've either been in my heels since I finished my number or like I don't know and then, you know, then I got my titties out. So, you know, I'm just walking around being like, oh, my God. Yeah, I am sexy. Put money in there.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, this week is going to be fun. We have our good sister, Cherry O'Cherry, from Columbus, Georgia. Yes. We have Carmilla Macchiato from Love Athens, her. Georgia. Mm-hmm. We, this is the debut of your daughter, Squishy Kiyomi. Squishy Kiyomi. Oh, my God. Y'all, I have a
1: drag child isn't that crazy? Like, I have a drag child that I can, like, focus on and, like, put, like, all my energy into instead of having, like, you know, seven misfits walking around (laughs) aimless. But enough about the courtesans. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I am joking. Y'all know I'm joking. Auntie loves you. (laughs) Ooh, girl, you is out of line, bitch. Uh, She loves you. I love the Angels. The Angels are the courtesans. Uh, They're they're our version of, you know, the next year. We talked about them before. I love the Angels.
0: And then we have our uh, not-so-fat-anymore aunt performing with us. Kim Davenport, Dupree!
1: (laughs) You know what's really bad? Her and Carmella have just been dropping weight, and it's kind of annoying because when I booked them, they were definitely pretty portly.
0: (laughs) oh my god Hungry Divas (laughs) no I'm very excited it's going to be a great weekend again um, for us and then August 5th to you know unintentionally celebrate the Barbie movie um, all the mean big fat bitches and some skinny girls will be getting back together again um, for Mean Girls hosted by my daughter Zoya Marks and my niece our niece Sade Vidal that's going to be fun Yes, our niece. But yes, our niece Sade Fidel. Girl, you are aggravating me It's so bad today. I don't know why. I don't know why you act like this. I'm I don't sorry,
1: know. it's just so weird. Like, I mean, it, it isn't until we started this pod where you started calling her your niece. Like, I'm just so I've never heard you say that before. I know she's your niece, I've just never heard you say it. But anyways. You aggravate me something
0: fierce. What I say. That's exactly... Uh, I've been it's something on my face. Yep, dumbass. You, <laughs> yeah. dumb, you got dumb. You got dumbass on your face. Well, get <laughs> off of me, sister. <laughs> um, and then you know, of course, in our community, we have so many fun things coming up. Actually, July twenty is it the twenty first?
1: Wait, 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 what are you speaking of? Family Feud. Okay, well, that is definitely next week. So that would be the twenty seventh Wednesday. July 27th.
0: Work. July 27th, uh Making Pride and uh we are hosting our Chosen Family Feud hosted by none other than the two big fat Steve Harvey looking ass bitches that you hear right now, um, Andy Toya Vasquez Leon. Oh my god, girl. <laughs> Grow up. Um please join us for that. Uh it's a $10 donation at uh to come to the event. We are very excited. Last year we got rained out, so we very excited to um, host this event, and we will probably be doing numbers as well. So make sure you bring money. Um, also, we're gearing up for making Pride, which is like literally in almost in less than two months at this point. Um, and, um, we we have some like fabulous headliners. Can we speak about any of them at this current moment? Um, we can. Uh, everyone is mostly everyone is confirmed as of right now. Specifically, our RuPaul's from RuPaul's Drag Race season fifteen special guest. Mistress Isabel Brooks. Ah! Please grow up. Um, <laughs> first of all, you've known this in January. <laughs> um, and it gets me every time. <laughs> it just excites me. Um, and then we have actually some local entertainers, but also I'm very excited for our comedians, KB Too Funny, um, Tucker A. Alexander. Um, we have our, cur- our reigning, uh, mix Making Pride L.A. Oh my god, you even got that
1: one, you got Local Atlanta Girl um, also <laughs> the winner of the Mixed Peach Pageant
0: 2023. <laughs> you, Leon. you get on my nerves. You are not a Local Atlanta Girl. You live in Warner Robins. We half live together. Half, half those hoes don't even live in Atlanta. <laughs> you get on my nerves so bad. But you are a recording artist, which is such a great thing, and to now that we've said that, guess what we're talking about today, Diva? Pussy. <sighs> music. We're talking about music. <laughs> why do you? Why? Why do you do this? It's a part that just sins me so bad.
1: I'm sorry. I'm a little fucked
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So I'm gonna ask you this. Like, since we're talking about music and you're a recording artist, like, you know, how does that make you feel?
1: Um, I'm ex- uh, like, uh, well, excuse me. What, how does music make me feel?
0: No, girl. Like, how do you feel talking about other people's music and you're a recording artist?
1: Oh my god, no. It's made me, like, it's made me have a deeper appreciation for music, but it's also made me a little more critical. Because, mm. like, whoever go look at- you know how people would just be breaking apart random, like, song lyrics- Like, they'll literally take one line out of a song and be like, why is this in here? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what I do now when I'm listening, like, to raps. Like, I'll be sitting there, like, jamming. Then out of nowhere, I hear something talking about some, I'm cold as a lamb with no hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you ever see me finding a force with a grizzly bear, help Help the bear! bear.
1: Like, every time I hear some stuff like that, I'm like, okay. So, this may not be the most well-thought-out lyric, but I can appreciate it. Work. Like I struggle really hard to write lyrics because you know I'm also a ghostwriter.
0: <laughs> yes, you um I, I'm not gonna say the very famous artists that you've written for, but um I've heard that, that a lot of people love their verses on songs.
1: Well, I've never written for a famous artist, <laughs> but I have written for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh haters gonna hate, baller's gonna ball. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Who's your favorite artist?
1: My favorite artist god you know it was really bad remember when i told you i didn't have a favorite musical i lied that just made me think about that earlier side note just whoever listens to the musical episode my favorite musical is called bear a pop opera that's my favorite musical now that we got that out the way my favorite artist is going to be i can't think of one but my favorite girl group is uh Spice Girls,
0: work. I w- So for me, my and I, I say this to everybody. My favorite artist truly is Stevie Nicks. Her music speaks to me. I I can't explain it. Like when I was coming out, like I my mom's favorite song is that word that they don't like people to say no more. Um, my mom, I would my mom used to always listen to that song, and I would listen to the words to it. And I would dance in my room and I would cry. Um, and so many, so she has so many good songs. Like I just legitimately love Stevie Nicks. But as far as modern artists, I am not in any way part of the Beehive. But I do enjoy Beyonce. I just love her artistry in general. I think that the, le- the body of work that she puts out into the world and the amount of like things that she does for like, the community, being whether it' gay or black, like she is just phenomenal to watch in her artistry. She, you know, it it kind of transcends what is expected of most artists nowadays. So I would I would have to say Stephen Nixon and Beyonce. I I would agree that those two people would probably be my favorite artists. No, very that. Oh, also, I mean to go back again,
1: one of my favorite rappers is uh Big uh, Biggie Smalls, like when Biggie Smalls, like, when the, bi- when the biographical movie Notorious came out, I got really into his music. Be- one, because of the movie, but two, just, like, I was like, oh my god, like, he's, he was a lyrical genius. Like, his music was so good. Even, like, his unreleased stuff that, you know, still keeps coming out of the woodworks. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I think this AI music thing was already a thing, because how the hell he got three albums out and he'd been dead since I was born? <laughs>
0: that tracks for you y'all look a lot alike what would be mm-hmm. <laughs> what would be your favorite song though my favorite song mm-hmm. I like i should have looked at
1: this outline before we started <laughs> wow favorite song <laughs> oh. oh creep by radiohead
0: oh that actually tracks like that. that makes complete sense I mean, well, why? I know you have a rap like that you wrote to it, but like, I mean, why that song specifically? I
1: don't know. It really tugs at my heartstrings. Like, I don't like. I I don't hear it and just like burst out in tears or nothing. But like, I I feel it. Like, I I like music that makes me feel something, and that song always makes me feel something.
0: Work, like, uh, well, for me, like my my favorite song changes a lot. But like I said the one song that I will always go back to is the G word that they don't like the people to say no more by Stevie Nicks. I really love that song. But if like right now I have recently, I've, I've just been really jamming to the Renaissance album and like cozy. And Virgo's groove are just two songs that I, they just make me feel my pussy
1: bitch um that's me with alien superstar and the honey on
0: pure honey oh yeah no that like she really did her big one with that album i ain't even gonna lie beyonce really ate that one up she did and, and also like oh my god kevin prodigy and kevin aviance uh being on this album and the, the way it touches them also t.s madison um just so many different like queer icons being involved with the queer black icons let's start there being involved with the making of this album and then you <laughs> oh my god no no just like iconic
1: iconic african-american like legends artists like in general like icons like i mean heck to even have like the clark sisters uh sample on there swinky freaking um grace jones i mean even, I mean, you know, it's controversial, but even Khalees.
0: Well, um, we don't speak of that because that changed in a day. Uh, <laughs> the point is, it's still there. <laughs> she took that
1: lady credit off that song so fast. You know what? And she didn't want it. And that's and that's her prerogative.
0: <laughs> that's another song mm-hmm. I like. I like my prerogative. Um, I will say, even though my favorite songs right now are more like um, like house and EDM style, like one song that really, really, really speaks to me um, by like is written by, well, sung by Whitney Houston um, All The Man That I Need Ooh. that song first of all to uh, like it is the one song that I could actually sing comfortably by Whitney. I'm sure I could sing a lot of her songs but that is one song that I could just sit and just sing um, but aside from that, the way she made me feel like I felt the love <laughs> that she felt for whoever the hell she was singing about. Like I love that song. Like it is such a beautiful song. And Whitney's voice is a voice that will never, ever, ever be matched in this industry. Um oh, no, complete, complete facts. And she oh. and she loved on a lot of different artists.
1: She did she really did she um she also like uh, one of her best songs like and it's it's just it's a cover and honestly like that just shows like how powerful and how wonderful like her voice is because she literally covered and i will always love you and her version is the like definitive version Right, like, and this is among all races, countries, and Dolly Parton has no shame. She's just like, "Honey, I love it." I mean, she's saying it's my song, and she sang the hell out of it, and she made a pretty good. She made a pretty good penny off of it too.
0: Didn't she just donate money, uh, all her royalties from, um, uh, that to something? I, Which, I don't...
1: Um, she, so I, so I saw the same thing you saw. I think it was one of those situations where she had like been done it. It just wasn't something she like broadcasted, and like to me, that's true philanthropy when you don't even announce like the good shit you've done.
0: Work, yeah. Like I, because I, I read it and I was like, okay, well, yeah,
1: donated the uh, the royalty she made off of Whitney Houston's covers to um, fix up like some like historic black neighborhood. And like and something like that like i don't know the full details y'all can google it you know y'all if you're on your phone listening to this you can just as quickly go look up whatever the hell we're talking about
0: yeah i thought about looking it up then i changed my mind good that, for you dolly uh, no uh, one of
1: my favorite songs right now one of my favorite albums right now is uh in pieces by uh chloe bailey
0: right
1: and the title song in pieces that like i sing it all the time at karaoke And I can sing it on pitch because she sang it really low for some strange fucking reason. Uh, Bitch, I love that song. It makes me feel something every single time. Matter of fact, when you're not here, I'm fully, like, yelling it
0: in the house. (laughs) Fun fact. Actually, uh, talking about Dolly Parton. You know, Dolly Parton's releasing her new rock album.
1: Oh, have you heard me have snippets from it?
0: I... Well, you know, so anytime any artist like re- gets ready to release an album, they release like the two hottest songs on there. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to Magic Man, but World on Fire, Girl, Baby, Mother Dolly said, "Oh, i I got." She said, "If y'all gonna give me, put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm gonna show you how Dolly Parton rock and rolls." And it sounds so. <laughs> it is <laughs> so good, bitch. It is so good. Dolly is another icon that also gives back to the queer community. For the record, but Dolly is like that world world on fire when it's when she breaks it down and says, uh, "One person has a gun, one person has a knife, one person brings a sign to the fight." I, I was like, "You better talk about it."
1: Bitch, do you know who's in their bag right now? Who? Who is in their fucking bag? Idina motherfucking Menzel. She releasing music. Yes. And bitch, it's, 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 I'm going to say exactly what it is. It's gay dance pop. Like Idina Menzel is trying to be like the next Kylie Minogue. And I want you to know I am a hundred percent here for it because this is no shade. Her voice is like good for musical theater. Right. But like, I think when she tried to go like, you know, the solo, like, oh, I'm going to release a debut album route, the music just wasn't for her. And I think now, ever since she did that Cinderella movie, she's like, oh, I'm mother. Then I need to start mothering. And that's why, and that is exactly what her music gives. Like, if I played you one of her like gay dance pop songs, you would be like, oh, damn. Huh. Like, this is gonna be playing in every, in all, in all the damn gay clubs that are primarily white. It's gonna be playing in all those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I I don't I I haven't heard any of it, so I I, I don't have a lot of opinion about that. I will say, um, Billy Porter is another like musical theater icon that you know release releases music from here and there, and um, yeah. children children being one of those songs that first of all I'm gonna just go I'm gonna say it I'm going to fucking say it drag queens please stop performing this. <laughs> I. I love the song, I really do. But I, I have not seen, and I know this is probably going to offend somebody, and that's okay. I love you no matter what. I have not seen anybody perform this song well.
1: Okay, well, I, you, well, I'm. I know I fully told you I have a whole concept
0: <laughs> with this
1: song, and so when I do it, regardless of your opinion, just know that it will be one of the best performances, and hopefully Billy Porter sees it and
0: lives for it and even if he doesn't you know he should be grateful you're you're one of those entertainers that the Republicans are talking about anyways I just <laughs> really it's I love the song I do and honestly and I don't think that I think conceptually I the reason why I probably don't like it is that I see a lot of queens that are newer performing this and I'm like, what are you showing the children? You are a child yourself <laughs> like they're <laughs> showing the children the clock that not a soul can. Oh, not a soaking clock. <laughs> not a soaking clock. You're going to talk about some good music. <laughs> not so a soaking clock. You, you know, Drag Race has released some of the most uh, amazing artists Lux Niar London, um, uh, Monica Beverly Hills, La La Ree, and in our favorite, Lucy LaDuca. <laughs> la, 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 la. No, no,
1: no, no. The oh. point, we, we love the. I love Let Loose. I I love Let Loose,
0: too. The remix with Lemon.
1: Oh, she should have never released that.
0: Oh. That was
1: disrespectful.
0: First of all, let's be clear. Jan literally came into that remix and started shit for no reason. Because literally the first thing she says, oh, you're going to give me a chance? Okay. And then just goes off for no reason vocally. Like, the way she was just running all over this lady's song.
1: Look, I'ma tell y'all some I'ma tell y'all some behind the scenes tea. So you know, if you sorry if you have not watched this past week's uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, that's your fault because we're gonna talk about it real quick. If you did watch it, you saw La La set the stage on fire. Yes, she literally did. arguably arguably had the best talent show performance. With the choreography, the lyrics, like the artistry, like she fucking devoured in ache. And she did a song called It's Chocolate. Now I need you to think about something. You know how Drag Race works. She went off and filmed that however long ago and came right back home and they had to sit there and not say shit about being on Drag Race until they announced it. So we dropped a song called It's Chocolate <laughs> while she was gone. <laughs> and I hate, I hate knowing her. Because I'm sure she saw that and went, "Oh, that's
0: real cute., Ooh. <laughs> Full disclosure. I would just like to say, I talked that we talked to her not every day, but we talked to her enough.
1: Great, no, no, great. You got you you talk to her like
0: you 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 talk to her, like, no,
1: you're wrong. Like we interact with yourself right. Like and stuff, but no, no, you talk to her a lot. And so
0: just just know just not to know mention that not, an Itch chocolate mashup might be coming soon. Just not be prepared, not to mention. The idea that we fully have had a few shows together since she recorded hers and ours, since we've recorded ours. So the idea that she has not brought this up, when I tell you these drag race girls be like NDA, baby, I can't say nothing about this at all because she, she kept that one to herself and the moment the episode released she said I've been waiting for your text message I just knew it was coming <laughs> she, <laughs> she just knew girl like I was like ain't no way how could you do this to me but also I, I the mashup is going to be fierce I don't know who we got to get the rights from but I know that it's going to be great whoever produces honestly, it
1: honestly I'm going to say it I'm going to say this out loud let's get ocean on it Ocean, oh, love- if you if you hear oh, this
0: phenomenal queer artist that if you
1: hear this i need you to do me two favors one let us know whether you're interested two can you please go stream my music and tell me i'm a good artist <laughs>
0: <I> ocean just- <laughs> ocean kelly ocean kelly b- blew up during quarantine which we talked about this the other day yes and like with the, the with the wandavision and her really like good like Hit vogue things that, like, was all over TikTok, and I, even even hearing all of that, like, I remember when she competed. I want to say she competed in, um, what is it, Rick's Factor, and then she did one of Taylor's shows as well, and that was like my first time ever like seeing her perform live in general and then for her to blow up like she is and now she's like writing music for a bunch of like rue girls and writing her own music and then working under the you know working on the bob the drag Queen. i'm like your bitch good for fucking you you're doing it and i would i just want to be your friend i just want to I, I just want to hang out with you take
1: name like it's amazing like no i when when she was in she she was she was in taylor's first switch Right. Like the very first one she ever did at MSR. And I got to see her perform live and I am like losing it. I said one thing that like I don't think I should have posted that. But I mean, like, obviously, it wasn't that big of a deal. I literally posted that Ocean Kelly is exactly who the fuck I thought I was. <laughs> like, I thought, like, literally everything that she's doing right now is what don't get me wrong, I I am doing some good shit. And like I'm gonna get to the level that I want to be at and then you know accomplish so much but literally when I saw like her swag on stage like her artistry like go stream Black Pamela by the way please go stream that her EP is so fucking good and then to learn that she's been making music like I mean obviously because this is how you go viral You'll, you'll do so much work for so long and then finally something gets recognition Right. To like get you to where you can do all the things you want to do. When I saw that this bitch has been making music for years, even before she added the drag element to it, right. like this bitch is iconic. One of the like in and, and not not overrated in any type of way. Like the artistry is is consistent. The flow is never the same. And as far as I know, she makes her own beats. And that's even crazier to me, because that's something I just truly do not know how to do
0: right you know i have so much respect for like artists that make their own beats and even if you do go about beats i I just have a lot of respect for lyricists in general because like that is one thing like i'm a singer so i cannot write a rap for some surgeries and i know a lot of people say oh it's the same i'm like it's really not because i wrote a whole song i literally wrote an entire song that i will be recording soon um but like and that was easy to me that came natural to me but it's something about writing a rap that it just does not flow for me and i'm like it's crazy and this is why i have to get famous ghost writer yutoya Lehan to write some of my um, lyrics for certain raps i'm like girl i cannot some shit just does not come to me that way so like i have so much respect for lyricists and i have even more respect for like people that are producers and can produce their own beats and produce their own music because i i just just a talent that i do not possess and i possess many of talents but that is just not one of them um, I have and, and to even talk about people that like they make music, they make music, they make music, and finally this one song gets the recognition. That's exactly how Lizzo became Lizzo oh because my. I've been listening to Lizzo before the hype. Like and then you know that one album with phone on it, like it it blew up, and then everyone just was jamming to it and jamming to it, and then of course she kept pushing out more music. And now,
1: you know, can we talk about that for a second? Like the album that has phone on it, like this, is Truth Hurts on, on that album or is it on, uh, or is it on the other, like her second one?
0: I, I don't know off the top of my head, but.
1: Um... Let me tell you something. Truth Hurts was out for like two years before it got nominated for a Grammy. And then she won the fucking Grammy I don't understand award systems. I'm happy for it. Like I'm gonna tell you that shit confuses the hell out of me. But it's just proof that like your work can get recognized. Like it just it, it just needs the right backing. Like you just need the right you need the right management team. You need you need everything on your side to make right. shit for
0: you. Well, you know, it's funny because actually Phone was on the same album as Worship, excuse me, and Good As Hell. And uh like that was an EP that she released with it. um Deep and Coconut Oil it, the name of the album is Coconut Oil okay and, work. okay and that Truth Hurts was not on that album Truth Hurts was actually on Cause I Love You oh work okay then there we go right and which Cause I Love You was also a good album but that came after Coconut Oil was in 2016
1: yeah and I love it's uh and cause I love okay there we go uh, so, I, I've heard, like, a bit of coconut oil, but I've heard all of... Uh, yeah. What's the, what the second album you just said? Because I Love You. Because I Love You. I've heard all
0: of that album. Yeah, because Tempo... Shout out to Jerome. Jerome is the shit. The, I, see, you said Jerome. Tempo, you got to remember, back when that song came out, I was performing the hell out of that. Every chance I had, I was like, slow songs, they for skinny hoes. I was living my fantasy I have dread.
1: never felt that song like that. Mind oh. you, I have a whole mix that has it in
0: it. Because wow. it, it works in the mix. Wow, so you hate Lizzo. Just say that. I love Lizzo. Wow, I can't believe you just said on our podcast that it's internationally listened to.
1: <laughs> internationally listened to. Well, if that's the case, fuck. <laughs> all, right,
0: all right, all right. That's enough.
1: <laughs> to, uh, quote,
0: to quote Paula Deen, fuck. All right. <laughs> uh, well, so let me ask you this. What is your favorite like genre of music?
1: Um, Mine is definitely... That's not...
0: There, god damn it well what's speaking to you today
1: I love I love I love alternative uh, alternative music like alternative rock whether it's 90s Word. like um, early 2000s like I live for that shit like fallout boy green day Lincoln Park matter of fact I love Lincoln Park because Lincoln Park did collision course right. that whole album they did with Jay-Z and that's very much so my music style like right. ballady type rock songs with a rap in it
0: right so mine is like um and like i would i would probably say like 80s rock or disco oh yes. big on the 80s rock like i love I, and i realized whenever you said 80s alternative i went 80s rock is like one like fleetwood mac but also diving into like um the, the, i need a hero like or all those other songs like bike velvet like i really love Like 80s rock music because it just does it for me. Uh, What's the Starship? Starship is that group that they're fucking, I I love their music. Like, I just really love 80s rock music. It really does it for me.
1: Um, I love love, uh, Black Velvet. We
0: love a good country rock song. (laughs) I'm, I'm not starting with you today. I do not, under any circumstances, believe that Black Velvet is a country rock song. I don't care what the internet says. I don't care what my mom says. I don't care what you say. It doesn't, I just do not see it. Oh, Uh,
1: well,
0: I I know.
1: Well, I know you don't see it, but if you go look, (laughs) it is definitely a country rock song and we'll attach a poll on here to make sure that people believe that it's a country rock song. Oh,
0: sure. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And
1: whether and whether I win or not, the point is I already won because it's a country rock song.
0: (laughs) You know why you won, sister? You won because you're your toy of Ozzy Leon. That's why you won. That is exactly why I won. I win many things. <laughs> I've won many things, sir. Um, I okay, so what so what like okay, what song do you like to perform though?
1: What song do I like? Well, like like in general, or like the
0: most. Like if there's one song that you're like, like for me, my favorite song to perform that I'm always very comfortable with, and one because I love disco and my body just naturally goes to it, is Disco Inferno. And before anybody say anything, I was performing Disco Inferno before that stupid ass remix came out. And do I perform that stupid ass remix? Absolutely. And do I I perform that remix as well? Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> Are we gonna keep tapping a toe to it? You betcha. But I Disco Inferno is one song that I really, really, really love to perform. I just love disco music.
1: Um my go-to, I love this you, you know I love disco as well. My go-to is always gonna be uh, and I am telling you, the J HUD version.
0: You remember when you performed that uh at Bar That Shall Not Be Named? Girl in, Girl, girl. In the church outfit.
1: Girl, if you don't stop saying that, that woman will not be named. Are you talking about the Eagle?
0: Yes, the Eagle. <laughs> sure, yeah. that's
1: the <laughs> one. Yeah, if we weren't talking about Midtown Moon or Burkharts, and if you bleep that, I'm going to get mad because that's back what they it. were called.
0: Girl, that's what they were
1: called. Well, we
0: can't say the B word because it's triggering the people.
1: You know what else is triggering to people? Guns.
0: Well, I don't <laughs> care about that. You going to
1: bleep that word? No, absolutely not. Okay, now, like I was saying, when I was at B, you, I'm playing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so I know, no, ooh, let me not say that. Let me not say that's rude. No, this is problematic, pot. I'll say it. It can't be too triggering. They still go. Anyway, they would have just put, you know, the bars somewhere else.
0: To be honest, I'm probably not going to bleep it. And here's some context I think that. Some of y'all, some of y'all favorite people in the world y'all, that y'all support are transphobic and homophobic. And they're actually a part of our community. And I think that we excuse so much that they do, which really aggravates me. Um, and they were also part of the downfall of this, uh, for of, of that whole situation. And I think it's just very odd that y'all pick and choose what we should and should not say so you know what sister you're absolutely correct i am not gonna bleep it
1: okay well i wasn't gonna say all that i was just gonna say uh, don't bleep it. <laughs>
0: don't hate god
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no yes i do remember like when we uh it was fresh face fridays right right easy yeah. fresh face fridays. We're, uh back with our drag mother Shavana b is for robbie brooks and destiny brooks were hosting and uh me and christina came there and i did that's where i like did and i'm telling you not for the first time but like my that was my first performance ever in atlanta and i go back and watch that video every now and then to be like bitch one the lip sync on point but two where's that suit at you know how many times i performed that and like now that i wear pads i could probably like fill out that suit now i'm so mad i
0: can't find it scary um yeah no my favorite my my favorite number to perform is disco inferno and more recently and I, I did perform it back in the day but i my dancing style has definitely changed over the years of um, knock on wood like i put my Ooh, heart i love when you do knock on wood i put my heart into knock on wood i like i feel that song i just really love like funk and disco like that shit really does it for me personally um no fair, no fair. You pick two. Not got to pick one. Not got to pick one. <laughs> no fair, no fair. Um. Oh, hush, hush. Oh yeah, hush. I love. I do like when you perform a hush, hush. Matter of fact, when you performed that at the very first making pride with the red cape and the red jumpsuit, that was. I actually loved that number.
1: Um. I did a uh, wow. You don't know your history. I did wings at the first uh, making pride. That probably explains the red cape. I did no 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 now mind you I did do hush hush in a red cape, but we that was when we performed outside
0: of uh, Parish
1: on Cherry Street.
0: Oh yeah.
1: During um that whole like show we were doing.
0: Fanna. <laughs> 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 um so and, and this is where shit gets controversial. And I don't want you to hold back, I want you to say it. Who is your least favorite artist? Um
1: least favorite? Yeah. Like artists like that has music out.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, they gonna hear this. And who cares if they do? Um, Serena Cha Cha.
0: Why please please elaborate? You ain't heard her music? No I have not heard her fucking music. You no, know, she legit has me
1: I said what I meant. Now mind you, that was a safe answer, but it is an accurate one
0: um i'll say it and i think i don't give a damn because these motherfuckers can grab me back all they want to i will beat ass. i do not like taylor swift i just don't and now before i continue saying this i can also agree that taylor swift does have some good music personally i like country taylor swift and there are select pop songs that i do like that she has And I have gotten into many of arguments with people about this lady because I don't know why, but anytime somebody bring her up, I just, it sends a fucking chill down my spine. I'm like, why do you like this white lady? (laughs) Like, what is so good about her? I mean, I like her, but I like her in moderation. Like,
1: she's sort of like, um, (laughs) she's (laughs) sort (laughs) of, she's sort of like carrots like I like carrots but do I want carrots all the time you know maybe I want a squash or a tomato (laughs) like when I'm in the mood for carrots I will eat the fuck out of some carrots (laughs) on like a salad Um, I love carrot cake but to have carrots as a main course every day no no thank you
0: <laughs> why did you just? Why don't you compare that lady to carrots? I like carrots. I like carrots too, but I just would never. I mean, I just, who, you look, who you look? I mean, Taylor Swift's like parfaits. I love parfaits. We don't love parfaits. parfaits. Uh, uh, who hoochikoochie with who? Chi, coochie, who, who. I, yeah, I just am not. I am not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, and 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 honest to God, it just really. Taylor Swift for me, the reason why I dislike her, it's probably unfair to her, but it's actually because of her fans. Her fans annoy the fuck out of me. And, and it's because they're so like aggressive and like they're so willing to defend this woman. And I'm like, what the fuck has she ever done for you? Like, relax.
1: Well, she did did. Um, she did put a niece of mine through college. So
0: she gave that girl. You know what? That is true.
1: Did you but did you give her that?
0: I, I did not. So, you you know what?
1: You've given her love and affection. Can that get her through college?
0: No. Relax, relax, relax. I haven't given her that either. One thing about my daughter, she's not gonna let me sit here and lie to these people and say I gave her some love and affection. I did not give her that. I give her tough love and a stern punch in the nose. I did have a good fun. I did have a good time with her this past Saturday. That bitch had me laughing real bad. Oh man. my god, y'all! I know
1: we're talking about music, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Saturday in Athens was an entire key. It was so much fucking fun. Christina setting off sparks. Hazel fucked up her damn ankle. I made out with this one couple. It was wonderful.
0: Beetle dislocated his knee.
1: Child, It was, well, okay. Well, other than the injuries and the heat and the fact that we couldn't get our calzones, everything else was, like, wonderful.
0: It was a real humdinger of a time. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> What'd you call me? Uh, exactly. Um. So, <laughs> I, okay. So, talking about least favorite artists, not gonna lie. because music really ties into like drag and what we do as like entertainers there are some numbers that I see people do that I'm like oh my god this was so great but honest to god there are also some numbers that either I'm tired of seeing because I've seen it too much or I just didn't like it in the first place do you think that every song needs to be a drag number Uh, I I know it's a broad question. That that is a very
1: broad question because I mean, what what I don't want to see, quote unquote, could actually be executed by you know a performer that could actually execute it.
0: Well, okay, so and and this is where the divide comes in. At, is, like a concept or just the the, the single song, because okay, okay. now no, that that that's a better question. Okay, because for me, I can watch almost anything if the concept is giving. But if you just come out, there are just some songs that just aren't like like when I think of this song, and, and don't get me wrong, I know there's a lot of entertainers that could probably take this song and do anything with it, but also some songs just don't go anywhere. Like what's that one song, who can say when the rose on? I'm like, every time I like hear that, and I've only seen one person do that entire song, and I was like, why the fuck? This is something that you put in a mix.
1: Hey, it worked. Hey, and we saw the and we saw the simplified version of that.
0: And that's why I'm like, ugh, not everything has to be. I don't know. I think that's just my personal opinion. I, 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 had, I had a specific
1: song in my head that I legitimately, okay, well, we've had this conversation. Falling by Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Falling by Alicia Keys. Unless you are just the most captive, the most captivating bitch ever do not get up on the stage and do that. I am so tired of the girls putting on a gown, doing that song, and then they go back to the dressing room with $10 wondering what happened.
0: Yeah, because some girls, there's, okay, there are entertainers that can do it, and there's entertainers that cannot. And more likely than not, it's always the entertainer that can't do it, and they always go out and pick these songs and they want to do cabbage picking numbers, but they don't know how to emote or either they're emoting too much. And I'm like, you know, it's not easy to stand in, as our good sister says, park and bark. It's not easy to do that. And like, and though something is not everybody's taste, I understand that, but that is actually an art form. Like, Taji Aman is no, commonly known as a storyteller and for a good reason. Oh my God! What the hell
1: did she do at that damn magnificent finale?
0: Uh, what's the song? I really need you tonight. For Rev's gonna start tonight. No, 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 no. That
1: was that was um that was Atlanta All Stars when she did that. Oh yeah, 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 mind you, that was good too. But no, like I mean, to, like it it was a song that was perfect for that example. Like she literally, all she did for this number was come downstairs, sit on the edge of the stage, and just emote. And I really wish I could remember what it was, because I was gagged. Like, I walked up to her afterwards, and I was like, um, Miss, <laughs> uh, Miss Amon?
0: The first thing I've <laughs> ever seen Taji ever do was um, It's Your World by Jennifer Hudson. Ooh. And I, my very, like literally, my, and mind you, I was booked for the show. That she did. So I was on, I was like, so I, not only did I see her number, but I also interacted with her. One of truly one of the nicest people. Like, like that you could ever talk to in a dress room, very uplifting and sweet. Um, But also her performing, it's your world standing in one spot and just doing it for me with her hands and her facial expression. Like she's one girl that can park and bark. She's a lady. First of all, that can park and bark. Like, she's so good. Not every entertainer can do that. And I think that a lot of entertainers get so wrapped up in the idea of, you know, failing is not an issue. And it's okay to go out there and do something that you want to do and fail. Like, that's a real thing. Um, The more you fail, the more you learn. And and you learn from those mistakes. So I'm not saying don't do it. But also, don't keep doing it, doing the exact same thing. And you and you're still failing and you've been failing for I don't know. How long has that one entertainer been doing drag? Oh my God. What? She's a you, show director now. She's okay.
1: You know exactly how long you've been doing drag. You've been doing drag for seven years.
0: <laughs> seven years in the game, still ain't got it. <laughs> uh, no, side note, I don't I don't
1: know if this was a bullet point or not, but I want to go back one second. How do you feel like now, now that you've, like, actually sat down and written a song, like, how do you, like, feel about that? Like, your creative process when you were going through that?
0: Um, I will say that I did write that song in, in a... Probably when I was going through depression. And I was dealing with a lot of lost love that I could not functionally get a grip on. Like, I... And so the only way I could get it out in that moment without like being weird and like overly messaging a person or drinking myself to death or like just one clouding my judgment was to write that song. Um, That was probably the most therapeutic thing I've ever done. Being able to lay those words out um, and just pour my heart into something that truly belongs to me. Um, Because, I mean, my art does obviously belong to me. Like, Christina Leon is a persona, but also is who I am. And and I pour my art into that all the time. Um, But creating something like that, that other people will get to experience. And also knowing that even though I haven't released it, I know there are people that are going to relate to the words that I am saying in this song. I know that people are going to hear this song and feel it. So for me, the, my experience with it I it was probably the most uh spiritually freeing thing I could have ever done in my life. Um it it was I felt very free and and I didn't have any guidelines when mm-hmm. I was doing it. And honestly, I didn't even have a trajectory of what I wanted to do. Like I I had no real like goal. I just really just pouring my heart out to in words to a song, um, to music, because like um, my creative process was, you know, I know a lot of people like to write music without like a beat or something. I use that, the music to guide me through the song. So that also helped. There, there was just a lot of therapeutic moments to that. And even down to when I sung it out loud to myself, um, and I was, you know, figuring out my cadence and figuring out when I had completely got it all together, I actually broke down crying because I had never felt, again, I had never felt so free and like emotionally and spiritually free. It was actually the most freeing thing. No, I love it. No, I love to hear that. Like, I
1: mean, I know me and you talked about it briefly when when you sat there and said that you wrote it and you know, you showed me the beat and everything and like like obviously, like I truly don't know what it sounds like, but I mean, I trust your judgment. Like I'm sure it's a beautiful song because right. like, you put so much of yourself into it. And like I, I brought that up to like not only so so I could relate because I've I've been writing a lot of like oh yeah I'm Yatoya I'm a bad bitch like you know you know
0: <laughs> slur slur slur. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you oh no you never say slurs you like all the good kind words like get out of my face <laughs> yeah. you know you love you love words like that <laughs> no but for real and so like but one thing i've
1: also i've told people repeatedly is that like yes i do write stuff like that however some of the shit that is more personal to me like i put i put myself into those like you know those fucking upbeat, funny raps and, like, you know, brag raps also. But, like, I put a lot of myself into, like, the sadder stuff because, I mean, it doesn't matter how, like, it doesn't matter how much, like, positivity I try to put out. Like, no, there is a part of me that is, like, always, like, depressed. Like, I always, like, feel alone even when I'm surrounded by people. Like, there's just something in my mind that just doesn't like, sit well sometimes, and so one thing I wanted to make sure that I put out on my EP was a few more heartfelt things, and there are some moments that have happened, you know, some some lost love, some, you know, one-sided love that I've actually sat down and wrote about, and then how that personally makes me feel. I literally have a song, like, it's, none of the lyrics say this but it's just fully what I call the song and it's called fetishize me oh work and the lyrics are just very it's it's very dark but it's also just me it was my way of getting it out at the time yeah. and when I wrote it when I wrote it initially it was a lot more sadder but the beat I found to it is a little more it's a little upbeat, but it's still, the, the message still comes across the same. Like, right. I've been trying to, I've been working really hard on this EP, but I've also been trying to, like, find the motivation to finish it and get it recorded, but on the flip side, also function in my everyday life. And it's crazy, you know, writing a depressing-ass song and then telling yourself, okay, you did that, now get up and go be happy
0: and go please everybody. Right. And I think, you know, it's that old saying like um, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. But honestly, the level of confidence that I have about this song, I could see I could have 10 people hate it. And I would still say this is probably the best song I've ever um, that I would probably ever write just simply because it comes from my heart. And I'm not even doing it because like, do I want it to be great? Yes. Do I want people to enjoy it? Absolutely. But I'm just speaking and I'm letting loose and allowing myself to let loose. I'm allowing myself to um, be free and open up. And I think that is something that I personally have struggled with for years is open up even to you. Like and you're my best friend and my sister. Like I don't open up a lot. So allowing myself to one write a song that I know people are going to listen to. And even the the people that I wrote it about, um, they're going to hear it. And um, I, I don't I don't I don't know what to expect or what it's gonna come from but I do know that and I'm just happy I did it and I will say my a lot of the inspiration that I got from that song actually came from Lizzo's special um because when like about her like talking about her career and and how she got to this point and the things that people said about her and just so much that people took away from her as an artist like it's just so relatable and i was like i i i know that song was therapeutic for her you can hear it in the words like so especially her like live performance that she did on snl yeah and
1: after her mother introduced her
0: yeah that was i know that like i i just should know that song specifically that's her baby as many songs as she's written that one right there what is her baby that's the one that that's the one that she spoke her truth and spoke about herself and uh, you know I was uh, at first I was very on edge about releasing that my that sad song that to be my first one but I was like actually what a way to start you know like to to be that open. And then I could release my house bop later, you know, when I, you know, no, give no, it to dead, him. no dead ass. Like, remember when I was like, just
1: going, I was going around, like, I would go around doing either my hate on me rap or doing creep. Like, those were the two I did, like, all the time. Like, if someone said, hey, like you, I heard you rap. Like, those are the first two things I would show them. Right. And then now like I have MacTown body. Like that is something that is real. It's something that like I I was very strategic on dropping it on my birthday. So people were going to listen to it regardless of whether they felt like it was going to be good or not. Right. And then like that's and that's how I look that's literally how I look at that song. Like I could be having a really bad day and I will fully go listen to it and just remember that one like I wrote that in one night. Right. Like, I literally wrote it, went to sleep, woke up the next day, found a beat to it and then I sat on that from January to May like it's... fully, had a
0: whole song for five months and didn't show it to anybody until I recorded it. It's funny you say that because the song that I wrote it, I wrote it in three days and the only reason why I wrote it in three days was because I started on it late at night, mm-hmm. then the next day I went and I kind of worked on like wording. I went back and like reworded some things. And then that third day um, something else had happened and it triggered, a, I, cause I was having a hard time with the third verse and then something else had happened. And when I tell you, I literally sat down in the chair, mind you, I'm still actively in the situation that I was dealing with, but I was just, I was like, I finally know the words that I want to say. And I sat down, I put headphones in my ear And I started like typing out that third verse, perfected the hook, perfected all of that. And I thought to myself, I turned out to look at, you know, my friend and I said, Girl, I just finished the song all because of this one moment. This like that how he just treated me in that moment helped me figure out the words that I needed to say. And honestly, (laughs) not lying. I should probably pay him for it. (laughs) No, 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 real shit. Like literally.
1: Honestly, now that I just said that out loud, I'm literally I keep I keep kind of looking like in my notes, just like at everything that's on supposed to be on the EP. And literally every single song is about someone. Right. Matter of fact, there's two songs on here that aren't about someone and like and like they're about me. Like on right. a personal level, like this is about me. And like and like I that that's where I draw like a lot of my inspiration from in my songwriting. Is like I'm not writing fictional shit. Like even like Mac Town Body has like funny shit in it, but literally, if you know me, this is it's about me.
0: Right. Um. So obviously we know how like which actually I'm actually glad you brought that up because that wasn't uh, one of the things to talk about. But I will say, how do you think that music, whether it's yours or someone else's, has affected your drag or even your personal life?
1: Um, music. Music has been, like I mean, you said it earlier, it's like songwriting is therapeutic, but like, so it's just like experiencing music. Like I, I remember nights when I was really, really sick, you know, when I was going through all that stuff back in, you know, like 2017 and, right. and like all I really had was like time by myself. Like I was in my room, so I was either constantly on Netflix or just constantly listening to music and while this is not very healthy it is therapeutic i was like very depressed because i couldn't go see my friends i couldn't go do anything and i would listen to the saddest and i mean like why the fuck are you listening like why the fuck are you listening to this type shit while like was going through all of that and it helped like sometimes i i literally have a playlist called feels and it's nothing but ballads and, like, sad-ass fucking music. But it makes me feel something. And right. even if even if it is, you know, just to, like, have that moment to cry about it or, like, whatever it is, it always... It helps. Right. Like, it truly does help me. Now, of course, you know, I got... Like, we we all got our playlist of our, like, upbeat-ass songs that, like, put us in a good mood. But, like... Honestly, some of the saddest shit has been the best way of me coping with things.
0: Right. So, you know, and as in and I'm gonna talk about as an artist, but also in my personal life. Like growing up, I I'm a singer. I, I Before I was ever a drag queen, before I was ever anything else, I'm a singer. And singing was my coping mechanism. Um, singing was how I coped with coming out. Singing was how I coped with the loss of my grandfather. Singing was just how I coped with everything. Um, and between that and comedy, like, those are two things that I just, I grew up in a house. My mom's a singer. My grandma's a singer. Like, I grew up around a lot of people. Like, people don't even realize my dad can sing. My sister can sing. But, but they don't do it often. They, they don't do it at all. But for me, my, my family always, um, th- they gave me my voice and, and wanted me and encouraged me to use it. Um, and so music for me, um, different genres, different artists, um, has influenced me as an artist. One, because listening to people like Aretha Franklin, uh, Gladys Knight, Whitney Houston, Beyonce, um, Brandy, just uh, Tony Braxton. These are all artists that spoke to me in different ways, um, and I, I I use those black women for a reason because for me, a black woman is the strongest human being on this earth. Women are amazing, but a black woman is the strongest human on this earth. The way they hold down families, and the way that they, and the way that those artists specifically, the way that they pour, um their struggles into their music um, and and how a lot of them, specifically like Aretha and Whitney, dealt with um, drugs and alcohol addiction really bad. Like it is so beautiful, the body of work that they put out into the world while still, while dealing with those personal issues. And as an artist, I use them in their music As a blueprint to realize I'm still a human and it's okay to mess up. Um, And and it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to have good days. It's okay to have bad days. And um, in my personal life, the same exact thing, like just went, even watching the the recent Whitney um, biopic, like the way they told her story beautifully. and, And we all make our jokes about Whitney and, and, her struggles of life but the way that they told that story beautifully without even making one thing funny like this is like they told her struggles they told her truth in the most beautiful way it was uh, like it made me honestly love her even more like and even down to Patty LaBelle how Patty LaBelle they used to use words like ghetto and crazy and banshee when they would describe her and I'm like ew like and patty now is one of the most like respected artists um and i like i just i their bodies of work and their music really does touch me because um you know i have a breakup playlist i used to get on your nerves that breakup playlist no but uh, i mean but like bitch
1: i mean hell like imagine like i mean this is this is very depressing to say but imagine having a breakup playlist, like my, my POV of having a breakup playlist and, like, you have really never even been in a relationship with somebody.
0: Right. Well, like I don't think that's an,
1: an established relationship with someone. Right. It, I mean, it's still, I mean, it, it may not seem, but maybe not to you, but it is to me.
0: Work. Uh, no, and that, and it's just, music has helped me uh, many of times. You know, I have had some very hard struggles, especially, I mean, even from since we've been friends, I've had some hurtful things happen to me. I've had some people do very terrible things and I would never blame anybody else for any decision I've ever made. But a lot of my like trust issues and um, a lot of the behavior that I exuded or have exuded in the past um the triggers that would come along with that music has really helped me cope with a lot of those things. One, one now creating a song, but two, just listening to other artists and being able to hear their stories and being able to feel that it does influence me in the most powerful way. Um And, and it's helped me grow as a person and as an artist, Um because like, I know for a fact, I want to be that one day. And I don't care what I got to do to get there. Like I know, well,
1: no listen like i like i know we like we ran over time which is fine i mean like we're we're very passionate about what we're talking about and like i said this is something we could definitely in the future do a part two on because there's so much more to talk about but there's again like i hate when we do something because i instantly think of stuff that i didn't say like on like a past episode do you know what musical neither one of us brought up which that we one? we both have a deep connection to. Which one? The Steven Universe movie. Oh, I love the Steven Universe movie. And that soundtrack. Like, uh. one of my favorite moments. Like, it was so... It's happened twice. And it was so authentic. And i have getting... Like, I'm legitimately tearing up thinking about it. Is uh, we were in Athens for the Galaxy Ball. And it was the Christmas one. And me, you, and Pink... We were dancing to the soundtrack. Like, like, uh, Cameratronic had put it on. Shout out to Cameratronic, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> and she put it on and she turned on Independent Together. And me, you, and Pink, like, we were all in a circle. Like, and I have the video and like I shared it and everything. Like, you know, I know we giggle and stuff. But then right before Pink, you know, had moved, we were listening to it in the car and we all just, cried together and it's just moments like that where I know one we truly are family and then two like music really can bring people together
0: right and even now like even till today if that song comes on we will literally stand up and start reenacting it to the point we will start crying matter of fact when our sister moved um, initially uh, that was we literally in the front yard danced to that song uh, That was that was kind of our cute little goodbye to each other um, at least not obviously not forever because I mean she's back. But two, right. like just for that moment, like it was just it was we had never been that far away from each other, so that was very different for us and very uh, a big adjustment. We'll definitely have to talk about this again because there's so much that I do know for a fact we didn't talk about or no, didn't really mention. Which um, and and I mean that's good shit. It's just more material, right? Of course, that's what we got oh, oh, to drain them dry. We got to drain them dry. Ah, uh, fucking course. But before
1: we go. If you do me, if you could do me a favor, share our podcast with all your friends. There's a lovely follow button on. Uh, on I know there's one on Spotify. I don't have Apple Music because I don't use that mess, but I'm pretty sure there's a way to follow us on there as well. And honestly, I'm just gonna say it: we're gonna. Somebody mentioned when are y'all gonna get a patreon we'll work on that, but until then we're just gonna go ahead and get a Facebook page started and Instagram started because we need we need to hear y'all like publicly we do like, just tag us and Tell us your favorite things that you hear. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. Some people sent me some suggestions, and I'm going to read through a few of them because some of them are kind of stupid.
0: <laughs> um, and don't forget to follow us on like social media, too, by the way. like Just our personal pages as well. Yes, on
1: on Instagram. Please don't add me on Facebook if I don't know you like (laughs) that. I'm sorry, no, no. Seriously, think about every other bitch that has every drag queen that has a podcast. Wouldn't they just be like, "Girl, yes, add me on Facebook, message me." No. Facebook, please don't do that, y'all. I let those sit in the friend request. There are people I know in my friend request.
0: Yeah, and with these recent like um, scams, I am really like, I will block my mama if a page, got <laughs> <hacked>. <laughs> I'm like... child. i been if she, if girl, she even I'm... remotely looks at me and asks, "What's your cash app? girl?" Get out girl, of get out I here! I
1: hate you. Just said that because somebody messaged me earlier and like because you know, Akasha's page got hacked. And somebody else messaged me early and been like, hey, so I just got this from your sister. Is this like, so is this like legit or is this like a scam? I was like, girl, it's a scam blocker. But <laughs> so anyway, Akasha, if you wonder why she can't get in contact, <laughs> why? <laughs> but anywho, I put up a poll on, I, well, I put up, you know, the suggestion thing on my personal Instagram and asked y'all what y'all want to hear from us and hear a couple of the requests Someone said, um, Talk about our family life. And don't get me wrong, we did touch on drag families. However, we were very broad with that. We could go in depth. We really could. Now, mind you, that would be another podcast that would have to be split in two parts, but we fully could go in depth with our whole drag family. Um, Drag beginnings. Ooh, that would be cute. Like we could break, we could talk about the mill. Ooh,
0: eyebrows. We would be shaking the tables if we talked about the mill and uh, baby and that and that is the themes that I like that's why it's called problematic <laughs> motherfucking bob <pod. laughs>
1: yeah. um another one was favorite or wow that was crazy moment both personal and one that we've seen and I think I'm more than sure this like applies to like drag and even if it doesn't apply to drag I mean hell we we see crazy shit all the time And then last but not least, someone said vasectomies.
0: (laughs) And I have, you know, I'm glad you brought this up um, because when we talked about this recently, I had one thing to say about vasectomies because I think they're very important. Delicious. Oh my God. (laughs) I just love me a good hot bowl of vasectomy oh my god you know what's so funny y'all
1: Um, I know none of you know this but Christina actually Christina's had many a job and she's
0: also been laid off by many a job
1: <laughs> and she used to work at a sperm bank
0: uh, and I have never had anything more refreshing to drink Um uh,
1: she got fired for drinking on the job <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I was you know there was just a lot of different flavors going on in there
1: that is disgusting. oh my god, what stop talking about stop talking about the break room with all the coca-cola products oh. Fanta,
0: <laughs> you a bigot, ain't you? Oh my god. Um, if you have a suggestion of what we should talk about, don't be afraid to reach out to us. Um, we love suggestions, and some of them may be terrible. And you're gonna know that we think it's terrible because we're gonna ignore it, but um. We love to hear your suggestions and your reviews and keep sharing it to your friends and such. Um, Make sure you follow us on all social media, obviously not Facebook. Um, And and don't be afraid to send us money because we love money.
1: Yes, we do. A big thank you to Venus and Eden for sending the questions. I won't tell you who sent what. Venus definitely sent the vasectomies one.
0: Why does she why did she care about the segment? You know, anyway, it doesn't matter. I just <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We love the uh, Eden and Venus, Friends of the Pod. Um, and and to leave everything on a positive note, I want all of y'all to sit around and think to yourselves. Um, I need y'all to figure out if that man was real back there or not. Because I'm not gonna rest until. I know if he was real. That lady is missing by the way.
1: Okay, well, before we focus on that, I do want to say in case she's fine or whatever, and I hope she's fine, I will say that she sat there and said that his eyes was moving crazy and that's why she ran off. First of all, y'all, we do not discriminate against cockeyed people. Oh, That's not that is not problematic. That's something she said. She said his eyes are moving crazy. She said that he was giving her a funny look and he wasn't giving her a funny look. I think he was just cockeyed. And that is not something that should be taken lightly. Her discriminating against people that are visually impaired. You think you think there's a joking tone in my voice. I am being dead ass. <laughs> he, had, he had an eye on a prize and he opened on a snack machine. And on that note, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to this episode of Problematic Pod. My name is Itoya Bazeleon.
0: My name is Christina Leon, and we love you so much. Bye! We got our eyes on you. Bye. Go fish! Oh. <laughs> <laughs>